Your life can be full of inspiration and magic, and you don't need glass slippers to get there. Welcome to the podcast for real life heroines with author, speaker, and coach, Susanna Liller. Join us as we work with key elements of personal development to assist you in hearing the calls that life has for you. Be inspired, be empowered, and be encouraged. Let's start today's episode with your host, Susanna Liller. Welcome to the podcast for Real Life Heroines, Season 2. What do Bilbo Baggins, Alice in Wonderland, Luke Skywalker, Huckleberry Finn, Harry Potter, Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz, Neo from the movie The Matrix, Andrea from The Devil Wears Prada, Katniss in The Hunger Games, Lizbeth Salander, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, L in Legally Blonde, Erin Brockovich, and you have in common. All are heroines and heroes on an incredible transformative journey. Yes, you too. You are the heroine of your own story. Maybe a wizard isn't knocking on your door, or you're not jumping down a rabbit hole like Alice, but everyday life presents you with challenges and you meet them like heroines do. As you know from these stories, it's the challenges that make the heroines grow and become all that they can be. It's the same for you. So how do you see life? As a frightening series of struggles to be avoided or a grand adventure bringing you closer and closer to the person you want to be? I invite you to choose to view your life as a journey of wonder and mystery, as an adventure with opportunity for self-discovery and personal growth at every turn. Seeing your life and the lives of the people I interview this podcast season through the lens of the heroine's journey will transport you to a higher vantage point where you can see your life and the challenges you've faced as your personal quest for true meaning, purpose, and authenticity. The podcast for Real Life Heroines will help you learn about the classic heroine's journey found in literature, myth, and cinema, and how this enthralling self-actualization metaphor applies to your very own life. It will help you discover where you are on your personal heroine's journey and recognize the milestones we all travel through to realize our own heroic selves. As author and mythologist Joseph Campbell wrote, to be human is nothing less than heroic. And this podcast will help you view life challenges as inspiring opportunities not intimidating roadblocks. It's such an honor to interview real life heroines and heroes about how they answered a call to do something bigger or more meaningful with their lives. You'll hear them talk about a call which evolved them into their more authentic selves, doing and being more and more what's in sync with who they really are. Books, stories and movies give us the examples of heroines journeys. But these 
real life examples will definitely motivate and inspire you to answer your call, to go on the journey and expand yourself and your life. This episode is the intro to the second season, but I'm also going to finish laying out the framework of the journey for you, what the steps are. I didn't get to the end of the journey in season one and the ending, well, it's important. To do a brief recap of the steps we looked at in season one. In season one, we spoke in every other episode about the framework of the journey, what the steps or milestones are. These episodes from me, without a guest, were to give you an understanding of this ancient journey archetype that's been living in our stories for thousands of years. The episodes with a real life heroine or hero guest are interviews that share their story of how they responded to a call and how it changed their life. I want you to see that this is possible for you too, and that you've most likely already done it. You've gone on a heroine's or hero's journey, and that's monumental, for it doesn't only uplift you and your life, but society feels the ripple effect of your growth. If you want more of a visual, go and see the heroine's journey map that you can get on my website, SusannaLiller.com. I wonder where you think you are right now on that map. I'm pretty sure I'm on the road of adventure as I continue to put myself out here in cyberspace so I can connect with you. In case you missed a milestone or want a quick review, in episode one, I told you about the overall framework and detailed the milestones, and I explained why I have a vested interest in proving to you that you are a heroine. The world needs all the heroines it can get, now more than ever. In episode three, I talked more about ordinary life, or more commonly called your comfort zone, where you start out before you hear a call. And then I explained what the call is and how it may come to you and where it comes from. In episode five in season one, we got to the point in your heroine's journey when you've heard your call and you're ready to respond. You've committed to following through on whatever it is that your nudge, intuition, or call to action is asking of you. What happens next? Well, you cross the threshold and enter a new situation. And what you encounter on the road is what? In episode seven, we talked about the kind of help you get on the road of adventure, mentors, and also the kind of not helpful stuff that goes on. What and who we call your threshold guardians who do their best inside your head and even the people around you to discourage you and dissuade you from what you want to do. Episode nine, the second to last episode of this first season, is where I introduced the belly of the whale, a spot often encountered on the road of adventure, a place for processing and transforming, a place of disruption and growth. And just to clarify again, 
these milestones aren't always sequential. It's just helpful to lay them out that way for you. And let's keep in mind, we enter onto the journey many times in life. Every time we leave our comfort zone in a big way, responding to a call and go on an adventure into the unknown. So now, fellow travelers, we return to the road of adventure so we can finish the description of the journey and its markers. Come with me. Let's see what's up ahead. Dragons. Yep, you've allowed yourself to dream and discovered some roads you'd like to explore. You start down the one you're most interested in and the hair on the back of your neck begins to rise. Is that a roar you just heard? Do you smell something burning? Sure enough, ahead of you on the path, it's a dragon. You thought you were going somewhere in this project or job or relationship, but this dragon is telling you something different. You are afraid of this dragon. It's voices that resonate with old voices in your head. You start thinking you want to turn back. That comfort zone is looking quite comfortable again. Yes, some would run back to good old ordinary life at this point, but not a heroine. Heroines know that dragons need to be confronted, sometimes understood. Sometimes we befriend our dragon. Joseph Campbell said in his interview with Bill Moyers in The Power of Myth, all of these dragon killings and threshold crossings have to do with getting past being stuck. Any heroine who has previously taken a leap or risked starting another adventure knows that at some point, there will be a reckoning, something she needs to learn about herself, her life. That reckoning is when we meet up with the dragon. The dragon is all about your fears, fears that come to the surface when you leap, fears that perhaps began in childhood and shaped the beliefs you have about yourself and the world. The journey often brings these fears forward where you can face them and heal them, get past them. These deep fears that can keep us from the treasure of becoming our own authentic self are our dragons. So what about you? Does the same negative stuff keep happening? Do you know there's something that you need to address but you're unwilling to go there? Do you feel like you're stuck? If you answered yes to any of those questions, then maybe there's a dragon on your path. We all have this shadow stuff inside us. We tend to feel shame and embarrassment about it. I can't let anyone know about. And then come to find out we all have something similarly shadowy. It goes along with being human. It is definitely part of the journey. You go on the journey to meet the challenges that birth you, evolve you into a more heroic self 
into your authentic self because you shed those parts that just weren't you. This is how women become heroines. We don't shirk going to into the abyss where the dragon lives, into the dark inner journey to confront what needs confronting. This part of the journey is not for the faint of heart. It can be tempting to skip. You'll think you've gotten through, done the work, but ha, you've only been fooling yourself. With time, you'll find yourself saying, I never did address my pattern of whatever your particular challenge may be. Maybe that's why it keeps reappearing to stop me or keep me stuck. So you dig. And if you're really vigilant and honest with your digging, then a talon will appear, then a scaly tail, a leg or two, a pearly wing. And then there she is, the dragon you're confronting on this particular heroine's journey cycle. Here's the thing you may not know about your dragon. She's actually really glad to see you. She's been wondering what has taken you so long. She's part of you. And she's exclaiming, I didn't even think you cared about me. She's been faithfully guarding something that you haven't wanted to address. Even if you haven't consciously known that that something existed. She's guarding what she sees as your treasure. She's done it to protect you. And now here you two are face to face. You need to get her to release your treasure, some vital part of yourself that needs to be brought into the light. Only then will you have more freedom to be yourself. What is your dragon guarding? You thought you'd be afraid of her, but you realize there's no reason to be. She's beautiful. And of course she is because she's part of you. Fully take her in, the magnificence of her body, her wings, her expressive eyes filled with love for you. And the meaning of self-love becomes clearer as we learn to love all parts of ourselves, even the parts we might not be proud of. Face it, your dragon, and then let it go. You'll be glad you did. How many of those early messages do we misinterpret yet still have within us as lurking dragons? If you learn to look for them, you'll see that they come up in order for you to heal them. Bravery is required if you're going to do the inner work that surfaces dragons, the work that every heroine needs to do on her journey. Meet your dragons, get to know them, and heal whatever it was that created them. This takes courage. Some people would rather go into physical battle then explore what's going on within their own psyche. But this is the work that will ensure that our actions are the right ones for us. Yes, you can always choose to leave your dragons alone in the dark, but the freedom you achieve by releasing them 
is one of the big gifts of the heroine's journey. There's a delightful children's book, There's No Such Thing as a Dragon by Jack Kent. In the story, young Billy Bixby wakes up one morning to a small, adorable dragon sitting at the foot of his bed. He runs downstairs to tell his mother, who insists, there's no such thing as a dragon. Billy believes her, of course, she's his mother, and continues about his day ignoring the dragon, as does his mom. The dragon then proceeds to grow bigger and bigger and bigger. It gets larger than the house, and when the bread truck goes by, it runs after it, carrying the house on its back with mom and Billy inside screaming for help. It's at this point that dad shows up. How did this happen? Mr. Bixby asked. It was the dragon, said Billy. There's no such thing, mother started to say. There is a dragon, Billy insisted, a very big dragon. And Billy patted the dragon on the head. Thank you, Billy, and kudos to all of you who can look into your shadowy self and see that, yes, there is a dragon, and then begin to deal with it. In the story, as soon as Billy acknowledges the dragon, the dragon begins to shrink and goes back to being as small as he was in the beginning. I don't mind dragons this size, said mother. Why did it have to grow so big? I'm not sure, said Billy, but I think it just wanted to be noticed. It's important to notice, make peace with, and ultimately love our dragons. Now we're at the end. Well, nearly the end. There's still a return threshold to cross. We are done with this particular journey. And we're headed back to the village from whence we began. Yes, perhaps it's the same ordinary life that we were experiencing before we went on the heroine's journey, but we've changed. We return altered in some way. We collect our gifts or stop to assess and review what this journey has given us. And because we've confronted or befriended our dragons, we've recovered and integrated a bit more of ourselves into what is now a more authentic self. We are more free to be our true selves every trip we take around the journey milestones. Maybe we are less intent on pleasing or controlling others, or we're not as other focused as we were before. Maybe we're braver or more compassionate. Every journey is unique to the traveler. It will release the gifts that each individual needs. With each journey, we become more comfortable in our own skin and appreciate to a greater degree who we are. Campbell called this the freedom to live, the exhilarating freedom we feel when we can just be ourselves. Carol Pearson has written many books about the hero's journey. This is from her book, The Hero Within, 
six archetypes we live by. Quote, the need to take the journey is innate in the species. If we do not risk, if we play prescribed social roles instead of taking our journeys, we feel numb. We experience a sense of alienation, a void and emptiness inside. People who are discouraged from slaying dragons internalize the urge and slay themselves by declaring war on their fat, their selfishness, or some other attribute they think does not please." End of quote. So dear heroines, like Dorothy returning to Auntie M and her farm in Kansas, we return home. Maybe we never left as most of our journey takes place internally, but the heroine does have a responsibility to share her gifts. Think about all the journeys you've been on. What gifts have you received? More confidence? More willingness to be your authentic self? We take the journey to find our true selves, but to keep our light under wraps doesn't serve us or the world. Now we let our light shine so that others can find their way. I know it's easier said than done, it takes a lifetime of journeying around the heroine's journey cycle, leaving the comfort zone, trying something new, being challenged, meeting your fear, phew. But would you have it any other way? You could just stay in your own particular version of Kansas, but our souls don't work that way. They are constantly nudging us, urging us forward over the next threshold. It helps to know that everyone is experiencing this in one way or another. Everyone is at some point on this journey. They may not know it, but now you do. I really look forward to sharing the upcoming interviews with you. You will hear stories of threshold crossings that each of these heroines and one hero thought impossible at one time. I know you'll be so inspired as they share their experiences on the ancient transformative journey of the heroine. Thank you for joining me on this introductory episode. Please stay tuned for the next one with a real life heroine. And remember, you are a heroine. Thank you for listening to the podcast for Real Life Heroines with Susanna Liller. We're so glad you've joined us and would love to connect with you outside of the show. To find more about Susanna and how she can assist you in your heroine story, go to SusannaLiller.com forward slash blog or find us on social media and YouTube by searching Susanna Liller. You can also email us directly at Susanna at SusannaLiller.com. We'd love to hear from you. To be encouraged and inspired outside of the show and blog, check out You Are Heroine, a retelling of the hero's journey written by your host and coach, Susanna, available on Amazon. Until the next time, be well, heroine.